Welcome to the bonus episode of Conversation Street for this week. This week, which is September? Are we still in September? Yes, we are. not Gemma's birthday yet. It's Gemma's birthday in a few days. I've already get those cards in right now. Happy pre-birthday, It'll Gemma. Be the 1st of October hmm? on Friday. I know, I know your birthday is Saturday, isn't it? Yes. Same as Simon Craigson. And Gandhi. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Sorry, I brought this up. It's um, our bonus episode and we are doing something special today because it is nearly Christmas. That's right. Uh, it's as soon nearly... as Gemma's birthday comes around, it's like nearly Christmas time. I'm pretty sure that the Christmas episodes have been filmed or... Um, no, I don't think, no, sure. no, I don't think they have. They must be... Coming up soon. Yeah, I reckon they're, still, they're November at the moment. And they probably haven't written them yet. Oh, no, no about way. what they're doing. So we decided that we're going to help them. And we've actually got exactly the same story um, formulating device that they use on Coronation Street, mm, mm. which is bits of paper folded up and put into little jugs. And each jug has a different theme. So we've got names, actions, locations and and props. And we're going to randomly generate some plot ideas for Christmas just like they do. That sounds good. That sounds good. I like this because I've not had to do any preparation for it this week. As we all know, I'm a little bit busy at the moment, and we've got a new house, and work's a bit tough at the moment. You don't so, need to I, so I thought I, I haven't got time to do a character profile, I ain't got time to do listener questions, I ain't got time to do anything. So Gemma said, "I've got a good." Where did you? You, you said you found you, you inspired by a website or something? Um, I found this from I've forgotten. Oh dear. I found this from a certain website, mm. and I can't remember what it is now. But it was a website where you could... Was it some kind of random soap generation plot website? Is that right? Or was it just a yeah. trophy website? No, it's, it was a random generator. Right. Yeah. And you could... I, I just want... I just... Um, there's a running joke in uh, the magazine that I edit that some of the titles that we cover are um, made up by, like, fridge magnets or something. And I was <laughs> saying... That uh, we could do the same thing for Coronation Street. That, that would be a good bit of merch for us to do, yeah. Coronation I don't know Street, what create the... your own plot fridge magnets. Or, I'm sure Ian McLeod and all that. I think it was from said. Generator Land and it's called Soap Digest Generator. So I printed out some um, actions from there and uh, used that as my inspiration. So what I think we should do is um, for the Christmas Day, there'll hmm. be, do you reckon, how many stories do you think there'll be? Well, there's usually like, you know, five stories in any given week, isn't there? Yeah. But we can, we can do more than that because we've got an awful lot of bits of paper No, here. I don't I... think we need to do that many. Well, we'll, we'll see Each how... Each story probably has like three main plot points, don't you think? I, I don't know. This is more... I, I don't even pay attention. I know you I just, don't. I right. just watch it and criticise. So what we're going to do is we're going to randomly draw some of these names and actions and make stories out of... What we what we put it sounds out. fun. This gives us a chance to use our imaginations yeah. a little bit. So am I going to take the pit bits, or you do oh, want to? I, I, I want to. Yeah, Gemma, okay. Gemma's prepared this. I don't even know what's on these bits of paper. Well, so what 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 do I need to do first? And right. is this going to be like for the A plot line, or do we decide that afterwards? Which one's going to be the right? The... This is the main story. So okay. this what we're going to draw now, everybody, is the main story for, for Christmas, Christmas twenty twenty one. This is what's going to happen. Right, so what so do take I take a name? I'm going to take a name card. So I'll just I'll just reach in. This is so fun. Okay, our main character is 
Uncle Ronnie is Uncle Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> right, put him, put him down. And get, oh dear, no, Vincent put him Morgan down. Is loving right. This. right, get, okay. uh, get an action. Get an, what colour is my actions here? Pink. Oh, my pink. pink okay. Um. Okay. Right. My pink card says what Uncle Ronnie is up to. Need oh needs to make a confession to, and then I need to choose another name. So Ronnie needs to make a confession to. I hope you're enjoying all the rustling sounds here, everybody. It's authentic. Yeah. Leanne. Oh. Okay, right. So big okay. Christmas story. Hang on, Ronnie no, no, no. That's just one Leanne. part of of the A story. So you take another name. Oh my gosh, this is complicated. So, okay. So you're gonna add all this in together, I think. Is it? So this is the same story. Is yeah. It? Okay. So meanwhile, Tracy. Tracy action. Yeah. Uh Tracy discovers that. Oh, I need another name. Yeah. Tracy discovers. This is great. I love this. We should just we should make sure these these are available yeah, for okay. our, for people to download. Tracy discovers that Paul has a secret at now a location. Green. That's my green cards. Okay, I like to bring special coloured paper home from school for this and everything today. At the flying horse, blimey! So Ronnie <laughs> needs to make a confession to Leanne. Meanwhile, Tracy discovers that Paul has a secret at the flying horse. And then horse. we need one more element. So that each story has got three elements. Yeah. How are we going to join all these I together? Okay, right. Gemma. Right. The, yeah. These all characters all make sense together, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Gemma rescues. <laughs> okay, that, that, I would have put that with Abby more, but never mind. Gemma rescues. Name. Uh, name. Okay, here we go. Gemma rescues. I hope that you're all listening. You still listen to this, everybody. Shona. Shona. Okay. Gemma rescues Shona. Should we pick location or prop? I oh, know it's okay. No, we just add something different. What, prop. What? Get a prop. Well, that's, no, it's got to be All a location, right. surely. Okay. So where does she rescue her from? Oh, the register office. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. I don't oh, get this how is... this is all going to turn into no, one I know. story I don't particularly. Know. This seems like three pretty separate stories to me. But um, let's let's look with this confession first. So what confession? What's Ronnie done wrong at the moment? Well, I reckon it's something to pretty, do with... Uh, I, I can't imagine that Ronnie's the sort of person that would have a confession. He seemed pretty open about everything. We need to make these all go together. So I, I think that it's something to do with what Paul's the secret that Paul has at the Flying Horse. Okay, so this now, is this is one of the other pubs that we never even see yeah. anymore. It's it's it most, mostly he's like in the eighties, nineties. I'm going to say like if they weren't at the Rovers, okay. there at the Flying Horse. So Ronnie has been sniffing around um, Jenny, hasn't he? Yes. And he's been staying at the Rovers. Uh huh. So that maybe. That Paul has a secret that Ronnie has something involved in something at the Flying Horse, and and Ronnie's going to need to confess this to Leanne. Okay, well, but I think why that, would he need to confess it to Leanne? That's the question. I think that pretty much anything goes at the Flying Horse at the moment because we haven't seen it for so long. So that's that's quite maybe in he's our going to be today. turning it into flats. What? So Paul's got some kind of conversion oh, job going yeah, on at the Flying Paul's Horse. Yeah, because Paul's a builder, isn't he? Yes, one would say. He's, he's, oh, he works for Ed though, doesn't he? So exactly. is there going to be some kind of link there? Oh, Ronnie is. Um, investing in a fl- the flying horse mm-hmm. to turn it into flats, and he hasn't told his brother. Right. But he's he's hired Paul. Yeah, and Paul's been Paul's been told. Around. Yeah, don't tell Ed about this. Do it, you know, on the on the hush hush. You get a bit of extra cash here. Now Tracy and Leanna are involved in this somehow. Okay. Well, I mean, they're both. Um, what? How are they linked? How about ex lovers um, of Steve? Ronnie. Ronnie's taken some of the money, the charity money, for oh, the Oliver, Ollie money. 
And he's invested it. Oh, yeah, they, they both have Ollie in common, don't they, of course? Who do? Neanne yeah. and Tracy. Yeah. Okay, so, so Ronnie is so taken... So there's a scam involving... Um, there's a scam involving Ronnie and Paul taking money from Oliver's funds to build flats Flat. at the Flying, the horse, flying horse secretly without telling Ed mm-hmm. because... Maybe Ronnie didn't want to tell Ed because he was worried about all this money that he's got invested in the house with Grace. Yeah. And he knew that he couldn't afford to um, go in on him, but he also knew that he'd want to and he didn't want to have an awkward conversation with his brother You're, better, about you're so much better than this than me, I'm realising. But meanwhile, so, yeah. Gemma's rescuing Shona from the register office <laughs> I don't... because Shona has decided that she actually fancies Ronnie and she's going to marry him. But she doesn't know about this scheme either. But she's married to David. What's going on here? Well, she's had a quickie divorce because she's gone crazy. Okay, okay. So Shona's going to marry Ronnie at the register office, but Gemma's like, no, no, you can't do that, Shona. He's a, he's a Because they've befriended one another over the fact that Shona's been secretly watching Gemma's baby vlogging. Yeah. And she's like, he's wrong for you. He would never, he wouldn't be very good in a vlog. Chesney's great. Okay, come on, this is really complicated. I don't think this is a really, it doesn't feel like an A story though, does it? Some years it's the best you can get. Maybe we decide that afterwards. Yeah. Okay, so I think we've got that decided then, right? So, (laughs) let me just get my head around this. So, Paul is using some of Ollie's charity money. Where's he got this from? Um... Leanne gave it to Ronnie to donate, and he was like, "I know what you can't you can't cure mitochondrial disease." That's so what was silly. Leanne gonna? What was it? Why did Leanne give Ronnie the money for? Why, she was gonna. He was gonna invest it in. No, he get. She's like Ronnie. Six children. He's like, I'm going down the bank. I'll put it in for you, Leanne. Okay. That makes about as much that sense makes as the average. Sense. Sense. But this, instead, this explains he uses why... it to to try and redevelop the um. The, the, the flying horse like, with Paul is his worker. Tracy finds this out though, so it's drama because yeah, she's, she's the one that's like, been. Oh, well, yeah, Tracy's been, been the one that's been accused of sniping the money away, and, yeah. and maybe the money people can realise it is going missing, and everyone's accusing Tracy, and she's like, aha, it's Leanne that's it's, doing it. Yeah, the so called grieving mother. But it's not Leanne because she didn't know. Yeah, okay. Ronnie's been sneaking about. And meanwhile, Shona was going to get married to Ronnie. I don't know whether that's maybe a bit of a weak link. I, I, I reckon that. Oh no, Shona can't marry Paul, can she? Because he's gay. Because maybe that would have been a good link because Paul's one of David's mates, Maybe isn't he's he? going to do a Marcus. Maybe. I mean, Ronnie's the only other straight man in this little mix that we've got here. So it's kind of no no option, Why really. doesn't Shona marry Leanne or Tracy? I don't think they'd be up for it. Although Tracy, you know. Tracy. Anything goes. Once since she's once been she, to prison. Once, yeah, once you've been in prison. Okay, well, that's our first story, then. That's our first story for Christmas. You know Doesn't seem particularly Christmassy, but... I've got a Christmas wedding, I suppose. I feel just like Ian McLeod. <laughs> don't you? Yeah, no, it doesn't matter about the details. No one's going to look into that. We'll let, we'll let the script writers do it. We just give them these bits We're of paper, the and We're they can in... piece it all together. So that's yeah, our A problem. story for Christmas. Okay, I enjoyed that. All right, I'm just going to put this to one side. Very carefully. Put How it many to people together. have switched this podcast episode off so far? Not me, not Ian McLeod. He's like, brilliant, carry on. Keep going, keep going, more, more, more. More. Okay, right, next story then. Maybe the B story, unless we decide that we're going to make it a later This might be better, one. we don't know. So, the main character for this story, oh, Sarah Lou. Oh, Sarah Lou, oh, very nice. Yeah, okay, so Action. what is Sarah Lou pink. up to? I'm kind of pink card. So, Sarah Lou goes into business with somebody. Oh, Who's she going to go into business with? Uh, it could be boring, it could be interesting, depending on who it is. It's... Sorry if you heard that. Oh, Ray. Oh, oh no. Ray Crosby. 
So he's going to be out, is he? At location. Sarah goes into business with Ray. Why would you do at this? Location, at location, which is the Nazir's. The Nazir's <laughs> what? Their house? That can't. No, we have to put that one back. <laughs> Pick another one. I should have had businesses. It could be. No, I think I think we go with it. What what business can you run out of the Nazir's house? Orangery showroom. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, the, the, there's money problems at Speed Dial at the moment, are there? So by the time we get to Christmas, that could have all closed down. So I've maybe Yasmin is setting up some kind of thing out of the back of the house, or I reckon that Sarah Louise decided to, because of her um, her relationship she had with Gary, who we know is a very avid uh, wheeler dealer of secondhand goods. Mm. She's decided that she's really good at. Um, at pricing up stuff for eBay. So her and Ray have gone round to Yasmin's mm. to put stuff on eBay for <laughs> She has got a lot of tat. She's not, it's not tat, it's glorious. Um, <laughs> on, a, on, a Jeff's, on a Jeff's tat. Yeah, they're, they're, well, that was probably caught on fire. But no, I mean, really, a, a singed magical object is more authentic. <laughs> to be honest, it? if I was going into business with somebody, I think Ray would be, and, and I wanted to get the job done, and I didn't really yeah. care about my principles. No, I get it. I think that Ray. I think that the, Ray's the good one. Yeah, I reckon so. he house clearance to mm. to raise money for Yasmin to pay back um, Zidane for giving him giving her that fifty G's of questionable origin. Yeah. That's definitely gonna come up at Christmas. Oh absolutely. So, th- so that's not the whole story though, is no, no, it? No, no, we've got Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile we've, we've while this is going on. Work on that, haven't we? Yeah. Um okay, so we've got oh Johnny, he's back. Oh Johnny's back. Johnny Doing is, an action. Um oh, Johnny remember. can't remember something. That's yeah, his, that's his not mind's unusual, not what it once was. Another name. Johnny can't remember. He's oh it's a name so he's forgotten someone, has he? Yeah. Johnny can't remember Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is How the Nazir's story. I don't know. No, it's right. the Nazir's, yeah, isn't okay. it? So they're selling all the Nazir's bric-a-brac. But what has Ronnie got to do with it? Pick well, another he... name. No, no, no. No, it's... but we need three elements and then we can slot them together. Okay, okay, fine. But I'm, I'm, I've got I've got something right. brewing for this. Okay. Okay, so... Uh... Oh, Elaine. Elaine. Okay, oh, yeah, this all ties this nicely right, together. Elaine, meanwhile... <laughs> oh, gosh, this is fun. Elaine, oh, testifies against somebody... Who's she testifying against? I'm loving this. I was, I was. Um, You're sceptical, weren't you? I was very sceptical about this idea. I knew it'd be fun. It's fun for us. Testifies against Beth because Ooh, of because prop. of right a prop. This is our first prop of the game. What is the reason that Elaine is testifying against Beth? <laughs> <laughs> because of Liz's zigzaggy necklace. Okay. Right. How does right. Let's get the Johnny and Ali a bit into it first, because surely if they're trying to sell a load of the Nazir's bric-a-brac, Johnny goes in there to buy something and he finds something that belongs to Alia that's really obviously Alia's, but because he's because of his MS and he's forgotten who Alia is, is he, he, he just buys it. Yeah, I don't know what of Alia's that Johnny would want. I don't think she's... <sighs> she's not really famous for anything, is she? She's not. I don't think she's particularly materialistic. Maybe she's got a portfolio of designs oh hang on a minute hang on a minute knickers yeah johnny's getting back into the is getting back into the fabrics game maybe he's trying to win jenny back with a pair of sexy knickers because he knows that ronnie's been been flaunting his cash and he feels insecure i think that um it's something to do with he's he's seen some pictures online of of jenny in inverted commas doing her 50ks and so he needs some sports bras for her and alia knows all about multicolored sports there's different colors now yeah 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 so, so he's bought, he's buying some sports bras from Alia, but he can't remember who she is. 
he, he he's forgotten that he already turned her down because wasn't wasn't she working for him when this happened? We'll say she so was. She's gonna get mad because she's like, oh, now you like my now idea you like the multicolor sports bras. What's that about? Yeah, so he finds like the uh, the designs. And he uh, buys uh, them. Yeah, from from the intellectual Ray property. and Sarah's um, bric-a-brac, bric-a-brac sale. sale. I mean, Sarah could also she's she's also involved with this because of the whole factory thing, isn't she? So she's okay. she, maybe she's going to do a side business with Johnny. Well, maybe. I think Ali was a, a before her time for this sports bra idea. Yeah, maybe. Maybe behind the times, probably more. Could, uh, maybe I don't know. Okay, so what what's Elaine got to do with this? I I don't really get. Elaine testifying against Beth because of Liz's zigzaggy necklace. Was for whatever reason, Liz's zigzaggy necklace has turned up inside the Nazir's bric-a-brac sale bag. I th- I reckon. And Beth steals it because she's a massive tea leaf, isn't she? Elaine. Maybe sees she does it for a joke to sort of show off to Kirk. Maybe they've got like a sexy game that they play where they steal things. I think maybe Kirk and Beth have got a sexy game where they all role play as members up. of the street. <laughs> And this has already, already got the blonde hair, hasn't she? She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to buy it because then people might realise that they've got a sexy game, and she doesn't want people to find out. So she has to steal it. She pockets it. Yeah. Okay. And but Elaine, Elaine sees, sees it her. because she's there. I mean, Elaine is probably part of the business. She can't. She can't tear herself away from the disease, no. can she? So she's They're there and she spots now. this, and then she goes to Craig, and Craig is conflicted because Beth's his mum. Oh, yeah. And then he gets in trouble because already he's been writing to Faye on the side. Yeah. And he's been um, uh, going behind people's backs and saying that they're ra- they're racist. Yeah. So now this is third strike, isn't it, for Craig in yeah. the police force. His mum's a big thief. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we've got a story then. So we've got... Nazir Bric-a-Brac business run by Sarah and Ray for some reason. Um, while they're there, Johnny finds some designs of Alia's for sports bras for, so that he can win Jenny back with forgotten. some sexy sport bras. But he's forgotten who Alia is, so Alia's he forgot going, he already said they're a load of rubbish. Alia's going to sue him. Yeah. Meanwhile, Beth steals Liz's zigzaggy necklace for from the sale game. for a sex game with Kirk, where they're already where they're role playing as various members of the community. But Elaine clocks them, and she has to testify against her, causing problems for Craig. That would at work, work as a story. I, I like mean, that. it makes sense. I mean, what what has Ray done to the Nazirs? Anything? Um. Oh well, yeah, he didn't he. He was trying to get the house off of them last year, wasn't he? So maybe he's like, if I can't get the house, he yeah yeah I'll he get the stuff. Jeff Jeff um, went went into cahoots with That's um, right. with Ray, didn't he, to try so and may, sell how it? How about Ray is is agreed to this Brickerback sale with Sarah because he thinks that in there somewhere, Jeff's written down. And his will that he's left the house to Ray because yes. of their business dealings. That's good. That's so how, that's why Ray's involved. That's why that he's works. there. That is perfect. Watertight. Another this story. fantastic story. Fantastic. I mean, from what, the what are you liking most? Does that sound like more the A story, or is it our um, Uncle Ronnie and Shona getting married? I forgot even what happened in that one. I don't remember. <laughs> Well, we're both, doing another one. Excellent there's, stories. There's another story. There's oh, we're, we're, only, we're only 20 minutes into this. We can, we can keep going. Okay. Well, we've got to do five stories then, haven't we? So that's the two two stories. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll let you pick. Okay. I'll let a lady have a go. Oh, thank you. Get a lady. Yeah. Right. Who have we got? James, everyone's favourite. This, this could is be the, good. This is the C story, everybody. <laughs> can you get lower than that? Shut up. James. James gives a trial period... Oh, yeah. oh, I like this. George. <laughs> George. Ba- ba- George is... Oh, George Shutterworth. I yeah. was thinking of baby George. <laughs> oh, we got to do another. got to do another. 
Um, Craig. Oh, okay. Drives into the canal. Oh, it's with... a police car. Is it? Is it? Is it? Aggie. Okay, well, there's the James oh, yeah. and Aggie link. I'm okay, getting this. Okay, and then this. a final, yeah. a final bit. We've got Rita. Of course, it's Rita at Christmas. Yeah. Please sing. Please sing, Gemma. Is that um, one of the actions? Feuds with... Yeah, that sounds about right. Marjorie Mare. Roy. Oh, no. Over a prop, which is... Veggie lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well, right. I think that bit is is got to be... Roy started is, is turn, turn the cafe veggie or something. He's yeah. decided to, to and, stop and selling meat. He's, he's, he's had an epiphany. And um and, and yeah and Roy and, and Rita doesn't like this. She wants to get a get a teeth into some meat. Normal, normal meat lasagna at Christmas. Everybody loves a nice meat. Well, it's in different countries. That's quite a normal thing to have a festive lasagna. So I don't really get how that's linked with the others though. So James is giving a trial period. So I, I'm imagining that he's you know invite a friend along to be part of the Weatherfield Football Club. I think that George has found that. For some reason, this year... Oh, I've got pins and needles. At, Carry on. At winter, there's less demand for his services. So he's going <laughs> to turn his hand to being Weatherfield County mascot. Because he's quite oh, red yes. That'd be an excellent he'd, mascot. He'd, he'd fill Buzz a, of the Bee. He'd fill a Buzz of the Bee costume without any padding needed. So James is like, yeah, no problem, George. I'll give you a trial period, but don't tell anyone you're an undertaker because they'll get put right off. Yeah, but so, so George is the mystery buzzer. I think that's yeah. part of the story. Who's the buzzer? Yeah, yeah. But he can't help himself but to tout for business there. So he, whenever he sees a, a granddad with, out with a family, he sidles up and gives them a leaflet for like 10% off a funeral. Oh, yeah, okay, good And one. so he kind of gives himself away. Now, at, Craig is driving into the canal with Aggie, meanwhile, so... <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be some link with Aggie and James yeah. uh, as mum and as mum and son. Um, I mean, now c- is it c- an accident or is it on purpose? And is he on is he at work or not? I mean, he is pretty incompetent, but I'd have to say that this is probably an accident because I, I haven't seen Craig. Is he? Have we seen him driving maybe, a police car yet? Maybe Craig. Maybe Aggie's like dem- demanding that Craig take her to the police station because she's just had more evidence in the the case that James brought against them i'm wondering whether i don't know whether aggie just wants to be taken you know rushed to the football um grounds or something because she's like don't i I must tell james now that george is really unsuitable to be buzz of the bee yeah or maybe maybe she's um made him some sandwiches and she's realized that he's allergic Mm. to fish paste which is what she's put in them and so Craig has to drive her to save everybody. Well, if, who's the allergic fish paste, George? I can't. I can't decide if it's George or James. Well, I think it's George. And if he's if he's having uh, an anaphylactic shot yeah. in the Buzz of the Bee costume, nobody's going to know, and he's no. going to be flailing around, and, and people will just like, think it's part of the act. Funny Buzz of Bee. So Aggie's given these sandwiches. George has had them, but he's allergic to them. Inside his Buzz of the Bee costume, Aggie realizes what's going on somehow and says, "Craig, you need to get me down to the football stadium." Too sweet. So and so they, they, they rush through football it. At, at Christmas. Maybe it's a charity football match. And well, I think they do. Isn't isn't Boxing Day when football? And listen, listen. Roy, about. after hearing all this, decides to no longer serve any meat products because they could cause. That's shock. the link. That's the link. Yeah. shock. So he's like, no more. <laughs> we fish. only serve nuts and <laughs> <laughs> nuts and pulses. 
and celery, which seems to be something that they always label on things to say, watch out if you're allergic to this, yeah, but I've never kiwis. heard anybody. Yeah, okay. Kiwis? Kiwis is another one. That's another yeah. one you're allergic to, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Roy decides that he's, he's sworn off meat because of everything that's gone on, puts on the veggie lasagna, and Rita has a go at Rita's it. Rita's like, I've lived in this street for over... 100 years and <laughs> i've never me. in my life thought i would see the day that a proud northerner would dare to serve a vegetable lasagna in place of a meat pie this to me doesn't sound like the eighth story this sounds say, like the comedy aside this feels like the fifth story at max yeah i know it's got george you know almost dying but that's that's it could be quite funny. comedic. Funny. It? He pulls some funny faces. Everyone's does, seen um, the, Tony com- the comedy movie My Girl. Yeah, and it, and, and I mean it's got ready lasagna fight. So I, I'm I mean, the, speaking of which, this has to end with Rita and Roy throwing veggie lasagna at themselves, and then Toya kind of at scuttling themselves. in at each other. Sorry, right. then Toya scuttling in, just scraping up and putting it in Tupperware tubs <laughs> to take home for her and Imran to have and later Imran as a treat. Just watching out of a window, <laughs> tragically. Yeah, and then Sabine luring him over. Going, he doesn't like vegetable lasagna and he likes ice in his whiskey. <laughs> okay, that's good. I like Excellent that story. Job that's our third story that of the week. That's our fifth story. What? Oh, well, that's our, yeah, our fifth story that, uh, unless we get something weaker than that or, or something less serious. Or funnier. Uh, yeah, okay. Right, my turn. Who is our main character going to be in story number four? Um, just to make it clear we're not putting ooh, them back okay things. this is a character that's um, not been one of the main ones so far this year but it looks like they've just been promoted to top billing we have Ridian. oh Ridian now if you don't remember him he is the Welsh seller and purveyor of MLM products yeah he's trying to get Sean yeah so he's a bit down on his luck at the moment isn't he after well, um, Double Glammy we'll he was exposed out. on the front page of the Gazette um, so what's he up to this Christmas Ridian. Reveals the secret of the... Of the prop. What's my prop here that Ridian knows the secret about? <laughs> uh, the Yasmin's picture of Cal. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Ridian and Cal <laughs> knew each other back in the day. Do you reckon? I reckon Cal and Ridian used to go out with each other. No, I think I think that... Um, was it, was it Cal was in the army, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, I reckon that Ridian, Ridian was... Ridian uh... definitely looks like a butch uh, soldier sort of type. Maybe they I think were... he joined the army, but he realised that the roughy tufty manliness no, wasn't quite enough maybe. for him, so he went into MLM schemes. No, maybe maybe they were in the Secret Service or some kind of, like, uh, sneaky, sneaky spy stuff. So to... And um, there's a picture... In the picture, there's, there's, there's this, like, a clue on Cal's face that reveals that yeah. he used to be in the... In MI5. Yeah, and Ridian knows this. Ridian used to be, and that's why he's so charismatic and persuasive Mm. now. So this obviously ties into the the other story we had earlier with the bric-a-brac sale. Yeah, Ridian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, like, I must must buy this picture. We used to bunk down together. No, he won't say that. He'll be there to buy the picture. Yeah, okay, But who's he going to reveal this to? We don't know, do we? No, it doesn't matter. Okay, right, next page. Right, okay, so also in this story we have, oh my gosh, (laughs) Fergus. So we've got Ridian and Fergus. Fergus is the friend of... Um, yeah, it's friend in inverted comma of Izzy. Izzy, who's been her neighbour. And is also a traffic camp. warden. Yes. So Fergus <laughs> is going to... Um, what's the long one? Oh my gosh. Poor, poor Izzy. He awakes from a coma after an accident at... Where's this? Where's, where's Fergus going to have an accident? Weatherfield Keys. <laughs> oh, no. I think he's been run over by Craig on the way into the I canal. Think, I think we're going to have to say this. Um, 
But he was there on a heartfelt reunion with... with name. Who, who could Fergus have a reunion with? Um, Daniel. <laughs> okay, okay, right, we don't, really don't sure think how, about don't it too, think much. About it too much. Get yeah, the next okay. name. And then meanwhile in that story... Oh, I feel just like a storyliner. Jess, this is totally the, the Z-lister. So so Jess, is, Jess is Craig's Craig mate at the police station. So maybe she's in the car... With Craig, when maybe he let's, let's see what Jess is getting. Is he driving it? <laughs> He's Aggie. driving Aggie to get to the the, yeah. the Weatherfield. Um, Makes sense. County to the stadium right. because of the Pink. fish paste and, and the sandwiches. So Jess, meanwhile, uh, okay, she commits. So oh, she's committing somebody to a mental institution. I didn't know she that that was within her powers. Apparently, who it goes is. to mental institution? Come on, let it be Gail. And I just want to say, I took this from that. Soap generator. I don't know if commit to a mental institution is something that happens these days. Uh, but it's Jenny very went there, didn't she? Jess, who's <laughs> Brian. <laughs> so Jess commits Brian to a mental institution. I say that after cutting the head off of this paperboy statue just last week, right. Brian gets a taste for the old um the, the old violent swinging of the of the chainsaws. So he he's he goes around and this is a, this is Christmas murdering spree. Starts off just decapitating other statues like you know the front of the Weatherfield Town Hall. Maybe there's something or um you know outside where the football ground. Maybe there's a golden statue of Tommy Orpington or David Barlow perhaps. Maybe. And um before he can or or, or is it before I don't know. Is he gonna is he gonna actually kill somebody before Jess commits into a mental asylum? <laughs> But how is this related to Yasmin's picture? I'm not sure. I think Brian finds out that Ridian and Cal used to be in MI5 or MI6. Yeah. And I think MI6 is abroad and MI5 is... I can't remember. One of them's one and the other one. Anyway. So, well, so this he... is Weatherfield, so they're MI39. <laughs> um, Just for a cuz. So, um, Bri- so, no, so Brian so not going to go on this as... out. He finds out that Ridian and Cal used to be in in MI5 and he's telling everybody and Jess is like you're clearly nuts mm. and puts him in a mental institution but he's actually right but I like the idea of Brian going around with a chainsaw maybe he tries to chainsaw Ridian's head off yeah because he knows that he's in the SAS maybe maybe he oh no that wouldn't work but how I was thinking maybe he's going to dig up Cal's body and chop his head off so that he can find the secret oh. but Cal would have been cremated wouldn't they? he would have been yeah Brian what because he was in a fire <laughs> <laughs> is that what they do well let's just finish the job right um fergus um so he's oh, at the weatherfield keys isn't he i just thought of why you oh fergus has been attacked by brian with a chainsaw and he goes into a coma yes. <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> when you get when you attack someone with a chainsaw they put into a coma well i i think maybe fergus must have given brian a parking ticket then that was the trigger <sighs> Right, him to go after but he was—it was an accident. Weatherfield keys that he that happened. I thought it was to do with Jess and Craig. Well, no, it can be another one. It's a, it's fine. It's another one. Is it's all go? It's all go at the canal. Like it, it can, so so Fergus is giving Brian a parking ticket at Weatherfield keys. At Weatherfield keys, which and he's and he's there because he's got a heartfelt reunion with Daniel. Who um, maybe Fergus has got a kid in school. Yeah, reunion, and, parent meeting. It's the same thing. Yeah. May, maybe... No, I can't think of any other link there. Okay, so Fergus is having a parents' meeting with Daniel at Weatherfield Keys for some <laughs> reason. And while he's there, he it's finds Brian. One. 
With park, a chainsaw. Parked out. No, he's parked out there on double yellows. So he gives oh. him a parking ticket. Brian yeah. goes nuts, gets his chainsaw out, starts whizzing about um, and chopping his head off. Yeah. And then Fergus goes into a coma. We don't and know Jess, what happened after his coma. Just arrests arrest arrest him and puts him in uh, mental... We, we haven't got the Ridian thing in there now, have well, we? Well, Ridian's story, really, is, is more related to the... Uh, Sarah and Ray. Well, I, I think I that think I think that is... Jess gets her suspicions about Brian being a nutcase when he starts um, claiming that um, those two are in the MI uh, that Cal and Ridia are in MI five together, and she's like, "Right, I don't believe you. That sounds no, that crazy." Sounds but if you start going around with a chainsaw, then maybe I'll. I have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, so he does, and then that's what happens there. Very Christmassy. Festive. Right, lovely. So we're on to a, are we on to a final story already? I think this is so. sad. I, I well, I think we need to have a couple of bonus stories after this because I'm very much enjoying. Well, maybe this. we can do New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, right, oh, it's right. my go now. Oh, is it? Thank oh, you. Is it? Okay. Well, you I, just I did have it. I've had the lion's share of these. Right. Laura, who is Kelly's mum. Have you got any main characters? Yes, in this? you gave me a list. <laughs> okay, Laura, Kelly's mum. Murders. That sounds about right. Kirk. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear, that's unexpected. Well, and Kirk's then... already in our other story as well, isn't he? With the old uh, Buzz of the Bee thing. Phil. Nice, double L. You remembered. You wrote it down. Snoops around after Toya. Oh. And then finally. Ruby reveals whose child <laughs> uh, Chesney is at the factory roof. Okay. This is a bit so complicated. Get, so Ruby's found out that Scylla isn't actually Chesney's mum. Mum. Or do, do we know, actually, do we know who Chesney's dad is? I can't remember whether we know this. Because you know she had a, she had different men every night, didn't she, well, Scylla? So maybe we... Ruby has found the secret of who Chesney's dad is, and it's Kirk. No. <laughs> um, so... Maybe it's Phil because Phil and Chesney could look related. Yeah, it's got to be some ginger, hasn't it? So Ruby's found out that, that Chesney. Phil, yeah, that Chesney's Phil's, Phil's son. son. I, I don't know how she's found this out, but well, Toya's Toya's involved too because Phil's snooping around because I think he thinks that Toya knows. But Toya doesn't know, but Ruby does. So how has this happened? Um, well, Toya and Fizz are friends, and Toy and Fizz is Ruby's kind of mum. Can we can we link those together somehow? When you, <clears throat> Ruby Ruby's found this. How she found this out? That's the question. I, I think that maybe Toya's the one that found it out. And then she tells Fizz, because Toya and Fizz are busy mates, yeah. Ruby's listening in Ruby at hears. the door. Yeah. And she climbs up the factory roof as for a lark. Yeah. To get away from everyone at Christmas, because everyone's really annoying. Yeah. And um, and she reveals to everybody that Phil is actually Chesney's dad. And Phil knows that somebody's onto him. Yeah. I'm just, just, just keep talking. I'm just going to make sure we but don't we actually to... know who Chesney's dad is. I'm but we need to, to work Peter out, why, why is Laura killing Kirk? Is there Kirk and Chesney obviously very good friends, aren't they? Yes. So maybe maybe Laura and maybe Laura and Phil, maybe they're we don't we don't we don't know. Maybe they're brother and dad we do now. Maybe maybe Laura and Phil 
are related. Mm. And and this secret that Chesney and Phil, Phil is Chesney's son, no, yeah. the other way around, has to be kept at all costs for some reason. Yeah. Maybe Phil is really rich and they don't want Chesney to inherit any of the money. Yeah. Laura's his sister. Yeah. Laura's Phil's sister. And so when when Phil tells her, he's like, listen, Laura, it's all coming out about me and Chesney. Um, I, I, I've got to let, I've got to tell you who it is. And just before they're about, he's about to say, mm. um, they get disturbed by somebody, and then they have run away. But then Kirk keeps acting like he knows something, and making weird cryptic comments, and she thinks he's mocking her, but he's just being stupid. So she kills him. Okay, that sounds good, and that ties in very nicely. I just thought to one of our other stories because why do they need a new buzzer bee? The old one Kirk... just got murdered by by Laura. <laughs> I don't know whether we can still tie on this Beth trying to get the zigzag necklace with part of her and, and, and Kirk's um, Randy Maybe adventures. Maybe it reminds her of a Randy sex game that she had with Kirk when he was still alive. Yeah, and, and she was Liz and he was Jim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I well, bet he does a really good Irish accent. Yeah. Well, that that's our Christmas, everybody. That, that's what that's what's going to well, happen. This has to be the A just, story because it's wait, got murder in it. Going to, I, I think and revelations right. and snooping. Yeah, so we uh, we should have saved this a bit better because I've just I know, got a massive pile them. of papers now. So we got this, we got Brick of Rack Sale at Yasmin's, which also we reveal something about um, who was in the MI5 with Cal and Cal was in Ridian. MI5 with Ridian. <laughs> um, and, and also, uh, Aggie's going to get driven into the canal by Craig by accident, yeah, they because they're fish sandwiches, yeah. And, and then and, Roy and, makes a vegetable lasagna in tribute, yeah, and, and Rita, and, gets her Rita and Roy have a, have, a, have a lasagna fight. Um and 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 meanwhile, Fergus is arresting people. No, no Fergus he's, isn't no, arresting people. Just put Brian in he's, the yeah, he's, institution because Fergus gave him a ticket. He, yeah, Fergus <laughs> gave Brian a parking oh, ticket, uh, and, and then he went postal on them um, on <laughs> on on Fergus, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, Um, and 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 also we got what's what was Leanne doing? She she was being confessed to, wasn't she, Tracy? She was being confessed to about. I've forgotten. I don't remember. You didn't take a photo. I didn't take a photo. And you're um, just going to throw those as well. I'm just going to throw these all away. But that, that's our Christmas, everybody. I hope you, I hope you enjoy this. I, I, we've got tons more. We need to carry this on. We're only we're only forty minutes into this podcast. We I, I think we just need to to go for some bonus rounds here. Okay, bonus bonus. Is, it, is this your? Uh, oh, my you want to do it? My go. Okay. <laughs> okay. So makes no in difference. this story. Yeah. Sabine. Oh no. Ooh, what's she up to the? The Mix. saucy madam. The Sabine makes a rash decision about, and this is a place I have to pick. Sabine makes a rash decision about Blackpool Tower. <laughs> uh oh. Maybe it's where she and Imran. Um, maybe that. Maybe they watched Coronation Street, and he got. Yes, he they got were inspired, inspired by Tyrone and, and Maria. Proposed to her at Blackpool Tower. Mm, so anyway. is, she, is Sabine going to re-propose to, to, to Imran? Imran? Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's the only maybe, thing that makes sense. Get maybe. another name. Okay. It's too exciting. This is, yeah. Um, if people like this, we can just keep these and do it again one day, can't we? Yeah. Um, Ryan. Oh, yeah, Ryan Connor. I can't remember who he was. Ryan Connor. <laughs> oh, what's he up to? Now, he's he could still be involved in this um, Nazir story as well, couldn't he? Ryan makes plans with... <sighs> Sally. Okay. Regarding, and I need a place. The corner shop. 
So Ryan and what Sally to run the story. corner shop together. Maybe they're just going to meet there to buy bread. <laughs> Probably. I, I can't think. Of, I don't think there's anything particularly interesting that can happen with that. Well, let's that. pick another name. We might be inspired. Okay. Yeah. If Dev comes out here, then we're all right. Um, Maria. Oh, blimey. This this is sounding quite good when Sabine was going to uh, propose to to him randomly. But that's a bit boring. Action. Action. Okay. So Maria gives up on a person. Dr. Gaddas. No! Oh no! How could you give up on Dr. Gaddas? Wrong! So, Maria becomes an anti-vaxxer. Despite everything that Maria's already been in an anti-vaxxing storyline just a few years ago, but, um, but never mind. Or or, or maybe, maybe let's just say that she, she becomes, um, she, she, she turns her back on medicine in general. She goes down the herbal route. She goes down the, 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 the kale smoothie route. Or the, or the Chinese acupuncture, maybe. And so she. (laughs) (laughs) I think Sally and Ryan are planning something with the corner shop, like to force Dev to. What what kind of crazy thing would they both? Maybe they want him to stock LPs. Right. Well, Ryan's a DJ. What do DJs want from a corner shop? Yeah, not much. Yeah. Maybe they want NME to be. Sold, mm. and no, Dev doesn't sell magazines, does he? Well, exactly. And then Rita gets mad even more because she's like, first vegetable lasagna, <laughs> next minute Dev's buying magazines." In this is unacceptable. I, I really struggled to see how any of these can go together because we got Sabine at the Blackpool Tower. This, this isn't doesn't go, does it? At all. This doesn't go. No, good rubbish, job. This didn't, didn't get included in our actual story, right, Gemma? Pick end again. Up with a good story, pick otherwise again. this is going to be rubbish. bust. Right. Evelyn, yes, can't go wrong. this is good. Classic in the making. What's Evelyn up to? Evelyn, oh, this is where I've cut it in the wrong place. Right, promises, makes an important promise to Liam. No, mm. throw them, throw them away. <laughs> Having Liam in this story. <laughs> Although that could have linked with whatever we decided about Maria. Nice, Evelyn and Abby together in a story. This sounds like gold. Oh, about Trim Up North. She makes a promise to her about Trim Up North, and then... Okay, so maybe Evelyn discovers that Abby is maybe not a natural blonde. <laughs> <laughs> she sees her roots. And, uh, it's a bit, I'm not going to tell anyone. Um, Steve continues to hate a prop. Hilda's ducks. <laughs> Steve continues to hate Hilda's ducks. I'm not, I'm not seeing where this is going. I'm not buying going. this either. Ardy... Yeah, these are some good characters, isn't it? Evelyn, Steve, Hardy, and Abby. Has a nasty feud with, with Todd. Okay, okay. I think we've run out of steam here. Yeah, well, we picked the we picked the good ones first, didn't we? So yeah, I I reckon that Evelyn's found out some kind of um, hair, hair secret about Abby. Like I said, I reckon I reckon she sees some of her roots, and so she but she makes a promise to Abby that she's not going to tell anyone. Maybe she's blackmailing Abby. I promise that I won't tell anyone that you've actually got brown hair. As long as you use my card, my stamp card, to get it done at Trim Up North, because I need one more stamp for a free haircut. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Meanwhile, (laughs) what's Steve hating Hilda's ducks for? Maybe when... I think that when they brought Evelyn into the programme, they did try to Hilda her up a bit, didn't they, by giving her the pinny and the rollers and everything. So maybe Evelyn has now... Maybe she discovers... 
um, Hilda's ducks somehow, and she puts them up, and Steve's like, I've always this is ridiculous. <laughs> I've always hated them <laughs> for some reason. Even though Hilda left the street two years before I arrived, never mind. Um, and what, what's Ardy's feud with Todd about? Oh, it's got to be over summer, surely, hasn't it? That's an obvious one. That writes itself. So Ardy fancies summer at the moment. And, oh, and, and Todd's like, and Todd's you kind of a semi-dad. You're, you're not good enough summer. for for summer. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe that's our start starting point because that's what makes sense. But I can't link him to the other ones. <laughs> maybe summer has found in somebody's attic Hilda's ducks. Yes. And she puts them up in, at Dev's house as a joke. Maybe Summer is like tutoring Jack or something. And that's why she's over at number 13. They go up to the attic and Hilda's ducks are up there. Right. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, put them up in. <laughs> mm. Where does Steve live? Where does he work? I mean. He's a, he's a streetcar. Maybe, maybe she puts them up in streetcars. And maybe every single time... Mm. Steve goes anywhere near them, one of the ducks falls off and lands on his head as like a funny running joke for one episode. Yeah. And he he like does a funny gurney face where he's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, maybe, whatever. Right, last one. I'm running out of steam for this. I think this is going to be our ultimate. This will be the best one. Story. This is going to be the best story. Okay, so we'll take it in turns to pick one. So you pick a name Jenny. Yes, this is the best one already. Okay, Jenny. Oh, what's Jenny up to this Christmas? Oh, Jenny, you slag. Dances closely with... We've already had Johnny. Oh, who's it going to be? And Ronnie. Yeah. Somebody new. She puts it about a bit, doesn't she? Do you want to know who it is? Who does Jenny dance closely with at Christmas? If this happened, I'd turn it off. Go on, then. Tim. <laughs> oh no! Jenny dances closely with Tim. This is going to cause fireworks, right? Pick another name. Okay. Meanwhile, so this this has got to be at, like the Rovers Christmas Year, party yeah, or something. Eve. Yeah. Yeah, New, New, Year's New Year's Eve party. This is the New Year's Eve party. Okay, so Jenny dances closely with Tim. Is he? She's back. Is he? Yeah. No longer shielding. But um, also a bit sad about Fergus <laughs> nearly getting decapitated by Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. What's Izzy? No, this is Izzy. What's Izzy up to? I mean, uh, is he blamed? Right, is this Izzy blaming somebody for Jenny dancing with Tim? Or for old Fergus? Sharon. Either one. So we can have Abbott Sharon or we can have um, Gangster Sharon. Sharon. (laughs) I reckon reckon that Izzy's going to blame Gaskell, Sharon Gaskell, because Jenny and and Sharon are kind of semi-sisters, aren't they? Foster sisters-in-law or something. So... Debbie. Yeah. Gives away the business. That's good. She is a business. Which business? Who's who is gonna bequ- who's she gonna bequeath her lovely business of the Chariot Square Hotel to? <laughs> which is the, the hot location of Weatherfield. Yeah, Everybody goes happening. And loads of money. <gasps> Imran. Why? Okay, okay. So is he you know ju- didn't wasn't Sharon to blame partly for which one? Jo- Sharon Gaskell, Bentley, to blame partly for Jenny Johnny finding out about Ronnie and Jenny. I don't know. Because she... Oh gosh, I can't remember what happened now. Yeah, J- Sharon found out. She had her suspicions about Jenny and Ronnie um, mm. doing the nasty together earlier this yeah. year. 
And so Izzy's saying, if Sharon, if you hadn't been around, Johnny would never have found out that what happened between Jenny and Ronnie and Johnny and Jenny would still be together. And now, look, she's dancing with Tim. Yep. Yeah. And um, meanwhile, <laughs> for, for no particular... Debbie and Tim? I, well, I, I think maybe, maybe. This is, we said this is the New Year's party at... Chariot Square Hotel. Yeah, okay. So as a grand gesture at the end of the episode. Maybe she's doing a raffle. Yeah. Debbie says, I've kind of had enough of this place. It's like it's formed a bit like this wobbly bar. Yeah. Imran, you can have this. Because he used to be an investor, didn't he? He wanted to... He invested into Speed speed Dial. yeah. He's also possibly marrying um, Sabine after that proposal at the Blackpool Tower. I know, he's probably giddy. Yeah. I don't know where Toya is at the moment. She's still scraping lasagna off the floor of the cafe. Doesn't even anything to do with that. So there we go. Imran is uh, now so this is a proud New owner Year's of the Chariot Square Hotel. We're left with um, Sabine and Toya glaring at one another. Yeah. As 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 Imran like happily sips champagne, mm. and in the corner, Jenny and Tim are dancing very closely with one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Sally's oblivious. What, Sally, what did we say Sally was up to? Oh, she's got some something going on at the corner shop, hasn't she? Yeah, her and Ryan. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> doing mainly about the parking at the yeah. corner shop or something. Yeah, and, what, and while they're doing that, Tim's she, feeling neglected. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you're always off doing your doing your your." I was gonna say bishoping. What's it called? Mayoring. You're always trying to be a mayor again. Yeah. <laughs> with your corner shop. Okay. Fuffling, and then Izzy is like Sharon, and then Sharon, I assume just. Sharon doesn't need to be there, does she? She blames Sharon. We said we figured it out. We right. Izzy says, "Oh, this is all your fault." Well, that was a nice way to end the year, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah, that was fun because this well, sets up a lot of things. Like this sets up a very interesting twenty twenty two because absolutely. we've got Imran um, eloping with Sabine somewhere um, after the Blackpool Tower proposal. Well, don't elope too far because you just earned a business. I know exactly. Yeah, but you come back though, don't you? Yeah. Um, looking forward to the future with his new fiance in business. Well, mm. Toya. What happened to Toya? She's just eating vegetables lasagna <laughs> off the cafe floor. She's happy. She she's all right. Care. She's fine. You should just give her a plate of lasagna <laughs> and say there's more in the fridge. Yeah. There you go. That was our... That was so silly, wasn't it, everybody? We only had two actions left after all that. And one of them was elopes with and one mm. of them was beats up. Oh, let's just do it anyway. Oh. Right. So, Dirk, Dirk elopes with. Gemma, who is Dirk going to elope with? We won't. We don't need to go into this in any more detail. Uh, Summer. <laughs> Dirk elopes with Summer. Right, and then we've Takes got... Takes all sorts. Jacob beats up. That's that, Jacob, yeah, we, he is, he's Final. been known for violence. Oh, no, I, I, put my, I didn't pick anything up. He just pinched Jacob together. Jacob beats up Tyrone. Well, well he deserves it. Yeah, he had it coming <laughs> yeah. after after this year, honestly, so... Well done. Well done, Michael. Some great well, ideas there. Fun. That was That's fine. I, I enjoyed that. I, I don't know. I mean, it makes, made a nice change from the character profiles and all that. But yeah, did you nice enjoy to that? Get an insight into the Would way. Would you like a copy of this? The coronation street. Like. Uh, come up with the storylines. Get this out at Christmas, and if you want to get rid of your families at the end of a long Christmas day. No, I want everybody to print this out. Everything we said, print out transcript, and make put it on bingo cards. And at Christmas, when this all comes true. Mm. You've got to take a shot for every everything that we said that actually happens on the show. Yes. And you'll be completely sober <laughs> yeah. by the end of the night. If any of this happens, we know it's because Ian Kershaw's been listening to this episode. Oh, probably. And stolen our ideas. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're done. 
Thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed that, and um, we'll be back at the weekend with our thoughts on this week's coronation with street. What actually happened? Yes. But until then, to Ralph and me. Bye. See ya. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Bye.